If you want to know how to create like the grades, let's break it down. Finding a service solution that helps you better connect with your customers and keep them happy can feel impossible. It's kind of like trying to remember the name of the guy that you just met at a networking event. Was it Ron? Was it Don? Was it John or Sean? Who knows, right? It's like that kind of impossible. HubSpot's all new service hub can help. Well, with the service solution prior, at least. It brings service and success together in one powerful platform for the first time ever. With an AI-powered help desk and an AI chatbot that helps handle frontline tickets fast. Plus, it comes with a customer success workspace that helps your reps anticipate customers' needs. And a full 360 view of every customer so you can go to market and your go-to-market team can have a pulse on the accounts before you try to upsell or cross-sell. Also, you can scale, support, drive retention, and revenue. And you know what that means. Better service, happier customers at every single stage of the journey. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more with your customers today. Welcome to Create Like the Greats, a podcast where I take you into the inner workings of some of the greatest creators of all time and how they did or do what they do. We study the strategies and techniques that have allowed them to unlock some amazing advantages and growth opportunities so the rest of us can do the same. I'm Ross Simmons, the CEO of Foundation, one of the top content marketing firms in the world working with some of the biggest names in software, but I'm not here to talk about that. Today, I'm here to do a segment that is a little bit different. We're going to do what I call a journal entry. And a journal entry is essentially my observations, my discoveries, my lessons, my, my shares surrounding life, business, growth and various observations that I have along the way as I create a company that I'm striving to ultimately build that lasts for many, many years to come. An organization that is already working with some of the top brands in the world, generating millions of dollars in revenue, and ideally will be able to use this podcast as a way to inspire others to do the same. This show, Create Like the Greats, is truly meant to help you unlock your own greatness And I hope in this episode, I'm able to tap into something that will resonate with you in a meaningful way. Today, I'm going to be sharing some harsh truths. That's right. This isn't going to be just a regular old episode. I'm going to be sharing some of the harsh truths that I wish I had when I was just getting started. Harsh truths that held me back early on in my career. I'll never forget when I was about 22, 23 years old, I really did struggle with a simple idea, a simple idea of being judged simple idea of thinking too much about what other people thought about me. I didn't want to put myself out there. I didn't want to share my content on my own Facebook account because I didn't want my friends to judge me because I was creating things. I always had in these early days of my life, this bit of a a fear of being judged by other people. And in today's episode, I wish I really did have this many years ago. When I think about what we're going to be talking about today, when I think about some of these harsh truths and harsh lessons, I hope that they can resonate with you. I hope that they can unlock for you a mindset and a perspective that I really do wish was unlocked for me when I was 21, 22 years old. These ideas, these ideas and concepts and harsh truths are things that I try to carry with me even to this day. And while sometimes I forget about them and they're not always at the forefront of my mind, the first principles, the thinking, and these ideas are truly something that I believe if more people knew, if more people embraced, they would live a more fulfilling life. They would live a more successful life. And they would be able to get out of a lot of the the toxic and negative mindsets and perspectives that they might have today. 
So let's get to it. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you 20 harsh truths that I wish I would have had earlier in my life. The first harsh truth that everybody needs to hear is the world is an oat to get you. In fact, the world is actually very, very indifferent to almost everything you do. It's a mental trap to always believe and to think like the world is out to get you. It's such a toxic mindset to have. The world literally doesn't care. Whether you wake up today and you eat Doritos for breakfast, whether you wake up today and you decide that you're going to go for a quick run around the lake, or whether or not you're going to drink coffee instead of tea, the world doesn't really care. It really doesn't. It's going to spin whether you like it or not. The moon's going to rise. The sun's going to set no matter if you like it or not. And right now, 500 miles to the left of you or the right of you, there's probably somebody doing something that has literally no impact on your life and could care less about what it is that you do. They don't care. And that is the reality of the world that we live in. The world isn't out to get you. The world is indifferent. It's a mental trap to think that everything and everyone is always owed to get you. Avoid that mentality at all costs because it is simply a mentality that will hold you back. It is something that a lot of people want you to think. It's a lot of something that a lot of people want you to believe because they can capitalize on it. And when I say capitalize, I'm intentionally using that word capital. They want to sell to you solutions that will allow you to kind of combat this idea that the world is out to get you, when in reality, the world is completely indifferent. The second harsh truth that we all need to agree and believe and understand is that we always judge ourselves by our intentions, but we judge others by their actions. Let me say that again. We judge ourselves by our intentions, but we judge others by their actions. Earlier this week, I was driving down the road and I forgot to use my signal light. It was a mistake. I accidentally forgot. But then someone in front of me didn't use theirs, and I wish they were banned from driving and publicly humiliated and canceled on the internet. (laughs) Not actually. But that is the reality that many of us have. A lot of us will give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. But when it comes to other people, we oftentimes judge them by whether or not an action took place. If somebody else doesn't use their signal light, it's not just an accident. They don't have anything else on their mind. Their grandparent didn't just pass away and happen to get very sick. It's it's nothing like that. They just are a horrible driver. They're just somebody who's inconsiderate. That person who happened to not notice the exit right when you were getting off and they had to cut in on the lane, they weren't distracted because their mind was somewhere else. They weren't distracted because they were confused and they just moved here to this country and they were trying to navigate and their Google Maps had a glitch. No, this person is just a horrible driver who wanted to get in front of me so they could be faster than everybody else. They didn't want to wait in line, right? We always go to the worst case when we judge others. But when we judge ourselves, it's around our intentions. You go to the front because you have an emergency. Somebody else goes to the front because they're an a-hole. That is a harsh truth that we all have to recognize. The third harsh truth is, if you're listening to my voice, you're probably much more privileged than you actually think. And I know some of you are probably thinking, no, Ross, I've got it really bad. You don't know how bad I've got it. You don't know what I've been through. Do you know how 
massive the spectrum of global poverty is? Do you understand how, how harsh life is for some people? Some people don't have technology in their ears. They don't have the AirPods. They don't have the phone, the device that you're using to, to consume this. They don't have any of that. They don't have the socks on their feet, the shoes on their feet. They don't have a roof over their head, internet access, food in your belly. And even if you're in a library, the fact that you have the ability to go into a library is not, is not actually a privilege that everybody has all over the globe. Not every country has public access to libraries. In some countries, those things do not exist. They have public access to nothing. You can just walk around on the streets. Some people have it much worse than you. So while you can constantly, again, be in a mindset where, oh, woe is me, you have to recognize that you too have privilege. If you can hear my voice, you have privilege. And millions of people all over the globe wish they probably had what you have today. The fourth harsh truth is that money matters a lot, but it's not everything. Like I would 100% say money is in everything, but money does matter a lot. It's something that many people take for granted until they start running out of it, to be honest. A lot of people say money is the root of all evil. Not true. Money is a key part of trade. It's a key part of society. When you give someone money, you get value back. And by getting that value back, you are making what is considered a trade. It just happens that we use money as that trading currency that we all embrace. It's kind of like oxygen though, right? You take it for granted when you got it, but then as soon as you start to run out, as soon as you start to see it dripping away, that's when you start to stress about it. So when you see someone working hard, hustling, and that word oftentimes gets people a little bit in their feelings, remember that money might not be something that you have to think about. But for some people, they feel like they're running out of oxygen. They need that money. They need to put in the late nights. They need to put in the evenings and weekends to grind it out so they can be able to breathe. Because for them, they might not have nearly half of what you have. And money does matter, whether you like it or not. The fifth harsh truth is that some of you are going to hate this podcast and debate it and discuss it and argue, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, no one's going to remember the debate that you had about harsh truth number 14 or 13 five months ago. No one is going to. Most of the internet debates that happen on a week after week basis are actually pointless. They're just for entertainment purposes. Who's going to get yelled at today? Who are we going to quote retweet today and have an in-depth discussion around why this person is horrible today? And then next day, rinse and repeat. Next month, rinse and repeat. No one really remembers who sent that horrific tweet 13 months ago. The rage cycle on the internet is pretty short. Sure, if you do something ridiculously bad, if you do something that is absolutely horrible, you might get some, some backlash, some backlash that impacts your career, your life, etc. But for the most part, you send a one silly tweet, you do one silly thing online, people are going to forget all about it the next day or the next week or the next month. That is the beauty of the internet. The rage cycle is short. So ignore the noise. 
don't get caught up in somebody who hates on one of your pieces and start to constantly try to change their mind on this topic. They're going to forget about it. They're not going to remember and neither are you. So just keep moving. Walk away. The sixth harsh truth is you're never going to actually figure it all out. I know. I know you wish that there was this special age, this special moment in your life, in your career where you're just going to say, I've got it. I figured it all out. What I've realized in life is that nobody does. When we're young, we always think our parents do, that they've figured it all out. And then when you get older and you start to grow, you start to realize that they're just human too. Everyone is just human. No matter how successful someone is, what I'm learning in life is pretty much no one has it all figured out. Everyone has doubts. Everybody has some minor, tiny regrets. Some people have questions of whether or not they're doing certain things correctly. People have ideas on what they need to improve. Accept that. Accept the fact that you probably will never have it all figured out. Accept that and chase the things that you're interested in. Chase your ambitions, chase your dreams, and strive to be better every single day. There's no special moment where it's going to click. You might find moments of pure, utter happiness. And that's great. Chase those moments. Chase those experiences. Chase the things that are difficult because they line up well with your ambitions. But you'll never have everything figured out. You'll never know the answers to every question. Because at the end of the day, there are so many questions to be asked. And there are so many variables in life and business in the game that are actually outside of your control. Another harsh truth is some of your closest friends today could very well become strangers in six to 12 months. Not necessarily always a good thing, not always necessarily a bad thing, but you should, if you care, take care of your relationships. Make time for those things that matter. Think about the people who you want to be connected to for the future, in the future. And what you'll realize is that these relationships that you invest time in, that you check in on, that you nurture, that you spend meaningful time engaging with are the relationships that, that actually last. One day, you're going to skip a boys' night with your friends, and then you're going to fast forward 18 years later and realize that that was the last boys' night. So I encourage you to think deeply around some of your closest friends. Some of them might even be your colleagues. And these friends, these relationships, these people that you have in your life today, if you feel like these are relationships that you want to maintain, you have to take the time to maintain them. No one dislikes the person who is constantly trying to be there for them. No one dislikes the person who prompts and asks, hey, what are y'all doing for coffee? What are y'all doing at lunch? What are y'all doing at supper? Y'all want to get together. No one dislikes that person because that person brings the group together. And that person is the person that can ensure that you don't become strangers with your friends. Another harsh truth is that it's perfectly okay to be wrong. You don't always need to win that argument, even if you're right. It's okay to allow people to believe and perceive that you're wrong. And when you are wrong, it's okay to accept and sit in your wrongness. The moment you realize this, life gets easier, folks. And more people will like you. People like people who admit their faults, admit their downsides, and admit 
when they were incorrect about an initial thought. One of the easiest ways to tell whether or not somebody is intelligent or not is whether or not they're able to change their mind. So embrace the idea of being wrong. Embrace the idea of seeing a point of view differently because it's in that moment where you can oftentimes find insight that changes everything for your life. All right, another harsh truth. Not everyone is or wants to be your friend. Be careful with who you actually choose to spend time with. Be careful who you open up with. You don't want to share everything with everyone. Not everyone is your ally. Not everyone is your peer. Not everyone cares deeply about whether or not you're successful or not. Some of them will actually try to get on your side to rip you down. And that's harsh. It sucks. But you have to be careful with your circle. Not all people are built like you. Not everyone has the same intentions. Some people are truly only around you because of something that might not be your greatest trait. And they want to see more of that. They want to use that to fuel them, to make them feel good. So be careful with your circle. Another harsh truth is that sometimes you do need to rely on other people, but sometimes people are unreliable. If everyone around you is unreliable, you're going to have to find new friends. That is the key. You have to recognize that if every single time you expect something from someone and it falls through the cracks, there's no reliability that you have in your circle, then you need a new group. Relying on people is something that we all need to do, whether it's in our relationships with our partners or whether it's in our relationships with colleagues and peers, you need to be able to rely on other people. And if you look in the mirror and you can say, honestly, that you are one of the most reliable people, like if you tell someone you're going to do something, you're going to do it and you're going to find a way to get there, then that's a great type of person to be with. People want to be around you. That's a great trait to embrace. But some people aren't built that way. Some people are just unreliable. And if those people are in your circle, in your network, it might be time to walk away. Another harsh truth. You're probably contributing to the problem more than you actually think. We all love to complain about traffic, not realizing that we are traffic. A lot of us forget how much is actually in our control. You control more than you think. In life, there's this thing called a circle of control. A circle of control are the things that you actually take, the can take ownership over and identify ways to control outcomes. For example, I can control whether or not I react negatively to someone sending a mean tweet on the internet. I can control whether or not I decide that I'm going to be intentional with waking up early and going to the gym. I control that. I do not control whether or not someone online decides that they are going to take a screenshot of something I've shared and then misconstrue it in their own way. I can't control that. That is outside of my circle of control. I can't control the weather. So I don't allow the weather to impact my body, my life, my my experience, whether or not I'm happy or sad. Those are things outside of my circle of control. When the tech industry at large is struggling, I can't control that. It is simply something that is outside of my circle of control. But what I can control is my reactions to it. I can control whether or not I decide that I'm going to hire more people. I can decide as a founder 
whether or not I need to shift my strategy, whether I need to make a certain type of investment. These are things within my circle of control. This is a key thing that not a lot of people realize. When it comes down to it, you are probably contributing to a problem more than you think. So understand what is in your control and prioritize and invest your energy in ensuring that you're contributing in a positive way and taking extreme ownership of the idea of solving that problem. All right, another harsh truth. Most people just complain because they're bored or they want company. Now, this is a sad one. A lot of people you know, you see, you interact with, you communicate with, you connect with are constant complainers. They're complaining because they're either bored, they have nothing else to do, or because they're looking for connection. You can go at this one of two ways. You can either join them and continue to complain and just go along with the flow, or you can say, I'm not wasting my energy with this person. I'm going to take a step back. I'm not going to sit around and complain for 20 hours or 20 minutes when I have better things to do. That is something that you have to decide where you want to shift your energy. All right, another harsh truth is if something sounds too good to be true on the internet, then it probably is and avoid it. There's no get rich quick schemes. They don't exist. If somebody is telling you that if you send them an e-transfer for $5,000, they're going to turn it into $20,000, they're lying to you. They are simply lying to you. They are not going to do that. There's no guarantee that they can turn five into 20. If they could consistently day in, day out, night after night, week after week, then they would be a billionaire because they would have an insight into how to 3x, 4x their money on a regular basis and they would just do that. And then they would probably disappear because once you've hit a certain amount of money and you can do it that well, you will disappear. You will not want to constantly be talking to people in their DMs on Instagram about how you can help them make five grand turn into 20 grand. They're going to walk away. Remember, there are no get rich schemes. If anybody is asking you or telling you that they can make you rich in two days, five days, you just have to send them a significant lump sum. They're lying to you. Walk away, run away, avoid it at all costs. All right. Another harsh truth. The media has an agenda. The media wants clicks, the media wants loyalty, return customers, return viewers, and they also want ad revenue. Everybody for years assumed that the media just wanted to keep us all informed, but you're truly mistaken. Every single media outlet has a business model, and those business models are rooted in the idea of getting clicks, retaining visitors, and driving ad revenue. And the best way for them to do that is to create stories that align with your interests, They want to create stories and tell stories in a way that's going to resonate with you morally, that's going to resonate with you in terms of your beliefs and your systems, the way that you think. Very rarely are you going to see a media publication create something that is straight down the middle in terms of just covering the facts and stats. They typically will have some type of skew. Whether you notice it or not, that's okay. Just realize that their intention is to build an audience. Their intention is to generate traffic. So they're creating stories and telling stories that are ultimately going to allow them to generate traffic and ultimately generate revenue. All right, another harsh truth. Don't chase a project because it has the potential to be huge. 
do the research to really understand whether or not this is something you can do. Don't just chase something because it might be the next big thing. Dive in deep and really ensure that you're talking to customers and that you're, you know a few people who are willing to pay for this thing. It's easy to get caught up in this idea that, oh, if I do this idea that made millions of dollars 20 years ago, it's going to be successful today. There could be a whole bunch of new challenges that come with creating this project, launching this project. The same thing works in our relationships. Don't chase and embrace this idea of working with people who have a ton of potential, but actually demonstrate behaviors of like a lack of responsibility, a lack of accountability. People who just constantly make excuses. They might have originally been viewed as someone with potential, but if they don't capture their own potential, you have to learn fast and trust your gut. In relationships, in work, whether it's an employee, whether it's a, a colleague, a peer, whether it's even your life partner, if somebody has potential when you meet them, that is great. But you have to ensure that this person is still going on the path towards that potential. You don't want someone to have potential and then simply sit back and just coast and just allow that potential to be still in the forefront of their mind as I might someday be a great person. No. After a while, you have to check your receipts and see whether or not this person is actually making progress to get closer and closer to that potential. And if they don't, that's dangerous. Potential can work, but it can also ruin your life. All right, harsh truth. Graveyards are filled with regrets and unfulfilled dreams, but they're also filled with some really good people who died really, really young and unexpectedly. So I say this because it's simple, folks. Do what you're going to do. Embrace the idea of chasing and pursuing your ambitions, your dreams, because tomorrow's not promised to any of us. All right, harsh truth. No one's going to remember you in 150, 160, 170 years. So stop playing it safe. No one's going to remember you, right? Do the things that excite you and give you joy. Chase that dream that you've been putting off and stop acting like you're going to get a second chance at this thing. Go big. You're not going to be remembered if you don't do anything substantial. And even if you do do something substantial, for the most part, you're still going to probably be not remembered 160, 170 years from now, right? So at the end of the day, stop playing it safe. Do the things that excite you. Do the things that give you joy and chase that dream that you've been putting off. Take that trip, take that vacation, go big, live a very fulfilling life. Harsh truth. You can love someone with all your hearts and that person not care about you. You can love an idea with all your heart and the target market think it's horrible. You can create something that you think is a masterpiece and everybody else thinks it's meh. That's just the way it is. Not everything you create is gonna be loved by others the same way that you love it. Harsh truth, you can have all the degrees in the world and still get rejected from a job for reasons outside of your control. The world isn't fair. All the degrees in the world won't save you. The government won't save you. Nobody will save you. They never will. Do the things that make you inevitable. Strive to be inevitable by creating talents and skills that are undeniable. Last one. Sometimes you're going to fail even when you give 110%. 
Some challenges just can't be overcome. Some bosses just can't be beaten, right? If you want to go to the video game world, some obstacles can't be surpassed and some struggles are just too big. You can give all you've got. You just might not be better than that obstacle. You just might not be good enough at this point to surpass it. And that's okay. That just means you have to level up. Maybe eventually you'll learn, you'll grow, you'll develop. And when you give 110% that time, you'll overcome that mountain. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Create Like the Greats, Journal Entry Edition. Take care and I'll see you online. If you want to know how to create like the grades, let's break it down.